Okay, y'all, this is episode two of my thrown out, not planned episodes for my nurses and people who are interested about nursing this week during Nurses Week. Happy Nurses Week, and I'm going to apologize in advance, and this will probably be the case all week, who knows? Because when you are doing your thing as a parent and all the things that we do, you only have a certain amount of time that things are quiet. And then I'm also still doing my networking and getting out and about. So I may not have the best sound quality. I know that causes many of y'all to go to the next one, but I think that these episodes will be fun and very informative because as I said before, if you're not a nurse, you know one, or you will be taken care of by one before the end of your time. So with that being said, y'all, I did some dope shit. Would you call it dope? I'm not sure. Maybe you will call it irresponsible. I call it fun and actually more of some visionary shit. So I come, I just left a networking event, which by the way, was lit, like so fun. It was all nurses, ironically. Um, We were learning about some stuff that I won't get into here because you probably don't care or won't understand. And either way, the food was hitting, conversation was great. I met some new nurses and it's also, it's amazing to be around nurses who understand the language, right? So you just kick the shit, you're drinking, whatever. And um, that was so fun. But when I left there, I had a coaching session like, not even 10 minutes after there after that my house is like 35 minutes away when i left my house to wing this event i had no idea how i was going to make this work but i knew i was going to make it work so what did i do hop on my bestie google hey what's around here that's open 24 hours because it's also kind of late and i find this hotel that i've been in before downtown not necessarily in this one and i'm like okay they got seating i know they do and i'm just going to hope that they have a quiet space i come in here i look around nope no quiet space i'm gonna have to make it work go to the bathroom check the place out yo there is why am i talking low like somebody gonna catch me because really y'all this whole time i'm I'm really recording this i'm waiting on somebody to open the door like what the fuck are you doing in here <laughs> so i'm walking and i go past these double doors i'm like mm, they look official let me look in there i go in there and it is this long ass table i kid you not with two four six eighteen twenty one seats long table you know like the ceo they be having any meetings in here water's already set up notepads already set. oh don't worry i'm gonna post a picture so I'm feeling top notch right now. And I sat here for a few minutes and just visionized this being me one day, like this seat that I'm in actually being my fucking seat. So if you ask me, this was ordained. Anyway, if somebody comes in here, I'm gonna keep this recording because I think it'll be funny. (laughs) What are you doing here? Anyway, y'all, so I just wanna apologize in advance. If somebody come here, be like, hey, you got to dip and that's why i'm here and it's also just giving me boss vibes for real so today what am i going to talk about i did a poll i asked several nurses i know and even people who are non-nursing because i want this to be for both parties of what they would like to hear about and one of the most commented or informed thing that i was told was how do we deal with rambunctious rude ignorant ass family members that's so good Let me preface this by saying it goes both ways. First of all, this won't be bashing family and it won't be bashing nursing. I am definitely winging this. So if this works out great, then either if you're a nurse or just a family member, as in you've dealt with nurses or you will one day, you will get something out of this. With that being said, let's go. So yes, 
Working in acute care, so I've always did my work in the hospital. I have um, worked in nursing homes as well. I definitely see a difference. So this is gonna be particularly in regards to acute care in the hospitals where people didn't likely know they were coming to the hospital before a few hours or ago. Whereas in facilities, these are where people, you know they're going there. It's more of a long-term care, so I'm not going to speak about that. So keep that in mind, this is about hospital care. So yes, as nurses, we deal with lots of families being rude, you know, they're short with us, they are very mistrusting of us, and there's a lot of reasons why that we can think of. There's a heightened situation, especially if you're in the ICU like where I currently am, but I've worked in all avenues, and if you didn't know your loved ones come into the hospital, it doesn't matter whether it was med surge or ICU, depending on you and your label, level of comfortability with the hospital and your... Um, just maybe maybe you're overly caring or maybe you're just like you don't know you don't know what to expect you likely are going to have some kind of anxiety or that kind of thing so given that yes there's a lot of lot going on there is a heightened situation where nobody is usually prepared um, you have people that are coming in near death and some even die when they get there. There's a lot of tragedy, car accidents, or someone had a heart attack, someone's, you know, had a respiratory cardiac arrest. All kinds of things happen that basically no one's prepared for. So in any given situation, when it comes to your loved one possibly being very Some of them are coming back to places that maybe they've never been at since their loved one has died there. You know, they're on floors where I've had patients where their husband died several years ago on that same floor or their child or their mother. So there's a lots of memories that are brought back as well. And the hospital just is never a great place to be. Like in general, if somebody's there and they don't work there, they nine times out of 10 don't wanna be there. And lastly, you know, one of the other main things that comes up is Sometimes it's our energy as staff. You know, if I'm coming in and I'm worried about my loved one and you have this energy of you're rushing or you're irritated because maybe you got another patient and you wasn't prepared. Like there are all kinds of things that I understand as a nurse that comes up, but we have to check ourselves at the door because they pick up on that energy. And those first impressions are really important, especially when you're dealing with someone whose life is at stake. Now, as y'all can see, this is totally winged, so I'm going to be talking to my nurses and my non-nurses at the same time. Um, so you'll kind of get who I'm talking to as I am talking. But those are typically the reasons, in my experience, why family members come in with what we might perceive as a negative attitude or they're rude or whatever. And 
not to give them a pass at all, period. Because I'll talk about boundaries here in a second. When we understand like what we signed up for as nurses and we're in these places working and caring for people who are not at the best of times, like these are likely the, if not, you know, some of, if not the worst times of their lives, we can maybe have a little more compassion and almost expectancy that these kinds of things happen. And I find that I'll just go right into the how to deal with that. Nine times out of 10, and these is over 10 years of experience in a few different hospitals and different types of floors and specialties that, and even in the outpatient area, that once you, once they're able to get a feel like, okay, everything's good, usually you don't have much of an issue. Now, there definitely are those ones that will push the limits. They already have their thoughts made up. They're very controlling to begin with. Like they have these personalities and there's other things that come up that they're gonna be that way from admission to discharge. But usually, once you come in with that even calm energy, they can pick up on that. And it makes it seem, even if you don't know what you're doing, as if you're a new nurse, maybe, versus I'm a seasoned nurse. If you come in calm, collective, like at first glance, they have no idea how many years you've been there, if you know what you're doing. But it's that sense of calmness and um just like this energy that I'm here to take care of you or your loved one and everything's gonna be well. I have my resources. You know, no one should ever expect a nurse, I don't care how long you've been a nurse, to know everything. I think that when we put those um, expectations on our nurses, that's when bad things happen because then they're scared to ask questions. I've been a nurse a long time and I still ask questions. And you want a nurse that's going to ask questions that's, that knows her, her his or her resources and will call people in when they need to. So so I don't ever claim to know anything, but I do know who to ask to find out what we're supposed to be doing, how we we're supposed to be doing it and all that. I wanted to throw that out there because new nurse, seasoned nurse, it doesn't matter. No nurse knows everything. And a dangerous nurse is one that feels like they do and do not ask questions. I want to say that because I have had family members be very rude when they find out, you know, a nurse may be new or maybe she's doing a procedure or a task that she is not... And I'm saying she, y'all. Y'all know that nursing field is hella, hella women. So, but shout out to my men nurses because they're my most favorite nurses to work with. But the family member feels kind of uneasy when they find out, oh, you never did this before. But just keep that in mind if you are a family member and you are in the hospital that that doesn't necessarily define a nurse. It's what he or she does with what they're doing. Are they, do they know how to call their resources in? Do they know how to ask for help? Those are the kinds of things that you want to watch for. So moving on, how to deal with these rude, you know, and rambunctious and annoying family members. <laughs> I've already said the first one is really come with an expectancy of it. When you expect it, when you expect that I'm going to have to go into this room and use my energy and my words to calm down the room, to let them know that their loved, loved one or even them, they're in safe, you know, hands and we're going to do everything we can, then it is not, it doesn't put you off as much when you're like, okay, knew this was coming. So definitely expect it and if it doesn't happen great but if it does expect it with understanding remember all the reasons i said they're likely acting or behaving that way in the first place and it's not about you a lot of nurses i see take this shit very personal they feel like it's a shot towards them and honestly it usually isn't but guess what it might be and the thing about it is so what not everybody meshes and we're not supposed to but as nurses we're there to do a job to take care of the patient and that's the focus and then there's avenues that we can go you know if we have a patient 
or even a family member that's just doing the most. Like they're they're very just hard to deal with, hard to work with, behaving in a way that's disrespectful or even unsafe for staff, like security, okay? I'm not dealing with none of that. I don't care how much I get paid, that's not in my job description, period. And no one should deal with that. But there's a time and place for that. We usually, I've never actually had to call security on anyone. That doesn't mean that I may not have to eventually, but usually you can kind of pipe it down. I take that back, y'all. Actually, security was called um, on my behalf in like the last six months, but it was my first time. That's for another time. So understand that it may happen already. Um, that it's not about you. And if it is, do what you need to do. Take care of the patient. Not everybody's going to like you. Make it more about the patient. How can I better take care of this patient? Because if we focus on that, we usually can kind of calm the room down anyway. And then just put yourself in their shoes. Like if it was your child, your husband, your wife, your partner, you know, your loved one in that room, or if it was you, you know, how would the people around you behave? Like I had a very tragic uh, last pregnancy, a birth of my pregnancy, and my husband did the best he could, and I'm grateful for the nurses who were um, very calming and comforting for him because he was so scared. He had never been in that situation before, and he was very much what you would call like over the bed, watching everything, asking the nurses and doctors every little thing, calling the doctors in throughout the day, like, hey, I Googled this, can she do this? But he was, at the end of the day, very worried for my safety because I almost coded. It was a really bad situation. So put yourselves in the shoes of the people that you're dealing with. Communication. Oftentimes, when I was charged and I dealt with these kinds of things where families had issues with nurses, it was usually with the same nurse or the same few nurses, and those nurses typically lacked communication skills. They talked down to the patient and families as in, you know, you're using words that not everybody knows, or you're matter of fact in your answers, or almost, you know, conversing, conversing like they should know what you're talking about, that kind of thing. Um, you're being sure, you're cutting them off while they're talking, like use basic basic communication skills of kindness. So, because I don't want to assume everybody knows, you don't cut people off while they're talking. No matter if you agree with what they're saying or how they feel, you affirm that you hear them. Really 75, 85% probably of the issues that I've had to run into or help with or whatever, the patient just wanted to know that, or the family, that they were heard, that you hear what they're saying, you affirm, not that you agree, but you hear them. And if you don't know the answer to something, don't let that be it. Go find the answer. They deserve the answer. I don't know, but I'll go find out for you. Be honest. You're not supposed to be this person that knows everything, but you are their resource. So to go in, hey, I don't know, but let me get my charge. Communicate. If there's a test or something they're waiting on, or you know, especially if it's like an acute situation, let them know, hey, I checked. Those results aren't back. I'll keep checking just to let you know. Don't let two and three hours go by and they not seen anybody like if we can do these basic housekeeping things a lot of the irritation and the uncomfortability and the, the fear that they are facing in the hospital we can really kind of fizzle those out and also you want to have boundaries like in no way shape or form would I ever tell a nurse that they deserve to be like I've had patients try to hit nurses and stuff like that they deserve to be physically mentally emotionally socially any of that abuse like I said security like period I have had to have that conversation with patients usually not too much with families but I have done that as well and I'm very respectful in that but I'm very upfront I'm very kind in my words and like hey like this won't be tolerated you're not going to speak to me like that 
I'll get my chart. Like I'll just go up the chain, but I'm not going to take it personal. This is not going to bleed into the care that I'm providing my other patients or me interacting with my nurses or other inter interdisciplinary staff. Like none of that. This is going to stop here. I'm going to let you know what will and will not be tolerated. And they get to choose. Like, isn't that the beautiful thing of being human beings, we get to choose how we want to act. So if I have someone who's behaving in a way that's threatening to myself or my staff or whoever, I'm like, this this is this is what you're doing. This won't be tolerated. And these are these are the things that's getting ready to happen. You know, or if we had a sad situation where you know we have to restrain a patient, they always know ahead of time. These are your options. And I always try to choose the least restrictive options. And with my pay, my families as well. Let's have a conversation. You know, I'm kind of sensing that you're upset or whatever. Can you tell me about that? And just talk. Like a lot of times I've seen this as well, where we go and families do it too. We don't say anything to each other, but we go off to the corner and talk to someone else. Or I go out to the hall and talk to this other nurse. Like, no, let's have a conversation because I'm caring for your loved one or I'm caring for you if it's the patient. And I don't want that to get in the way of your care here. What's going on? And you get to the bottom of it. Like people lack communication skills. And honestly, I feel like in my years of nursing, that is the one thing that I have done. I have learned so much in the ability to be able to communicate with many different body, many different people and to read the room. Like be able to be in a room with a crowd full of people and be able to assess. Like, is this one cool? Is this one calm? Is this one nervous? All kinds of things that I can read when I'm talking to somebody. So I definitely attribute my nursing career to being able to do that. So definitely have those conversations. If you're sensing something, talk about it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And that goes to both parties, my nurses and my families. I've already said, but definitely, definitely, definitely utilize your resources. You have respiratory therapy. You have your charge nurse. You have all kinds of people backing you up. Other nurses, don't try to do it alone. So as a nurse, if you don't know something, ask. Let your families know, hey, I'm going to go ask. I'm not sure. Let me find out. I will find out for you. And for families, if you don't know something, you know, again, ask. And I'll get to that here in a second about that. If you have a concern, talk to your nurses about it. And last but not least in this area, be upfront. There is lots of confusion going on, especially in the acute situation. Nobody knows what's happening. And that doesn't make you less of a nurse or you know less smart or whatever. Hey, I'm not sure why we're doing this. I'm gonna go find out and I'll let you know. I'm not sure when that test will be done, but it is in the orders. We're waiting. I've called. Like just be upfront. I don't know. You don't. You don't have to know. I think the worst nurse is the ones who try to act like they know because we know you don't. The families can look at you and know you don't. So just don't make an ass of yourself. And on the flip side of that, you know, some things for my families and patients is understand that your nurses have other patients nine and a half times fuck it 10 times out of 10 they have other patients who also have family who also have you know sicknesses going on and acute situations and families that are equally concerned they are balancing so many different things from not only the people in the room right the people calling on the phone wanting an update the doctors many different doctors that call us like hey what's this what's that we're balancing so much meals Oh, did they get their bath? Not to mention the scheduled meds, not to mention the meds and orders that come through any given time of the day. Our brains are constantly working. So take that in consideration that your patient or you are not the only one they have. And we didn't even mention charting. Charting is off the hook. The amount of charting that we need to do to CYA is ridiculous. So just keep that in mind that even if you see a nurse sitting, that doesn't mean he or she is not doing something. We have a lot of work that we have to do on the computer. 
Another thing for my families to realize is that we really don't know the full story, especially when you first come in. The doctors are doing their thing. They have all these conversations that they have together, but unfortunately, lots of times, the nurses are the last to know. So if you ask us something and we don't know something, it doesn't mean we're incompetent or we don't care. The information just hasn't gotten to us. I've had, you know, and of course, because they're worried and they're, they're feeling like they're doing the best for their family, but be drilled about a very simple medication of why it's being given it's like well this is typically what they order for every well what do you mean so they're like everybody else and it's just this cycle of questioning that really takes away from the care of your loved one which is my last thing i want to talk about is that i know when you guys come in with your family with your loved one yourself you're really worried you have hella questions that's great get a x for a pencil a paper and write that shit down do not ask me that while your loved one is two seconds from coding while we got blood pressure medicines on heart medicines on everybody at the bedside you wondering about what he ate yesterday does not matter and i'm so serious about this i think that and we do a most of us do a poor job of explaining this in the moment because emotions are heightened we don't want to offend anyone but when we are in an acute serious situation all your questions need to wait because i need you to understand that while you're asking questions right which could be very valid questions but while you're asking those and interjecting and interacting and wanting someone to talk to you that's taking away from the care of your loved one which is first and foremost i have had patients and nurse, some nurses are very especially if they're a newer nurse like they're kind of timid and afraid to say that like hold on you guys are like talking to nurses while they're on the pump starting very serious medications and one button can just be the end of your loved one that's how serious it is so if you see your nurse doing a task that has anything to do with the pump anything to do with the computer scanning the patient drawing labs giving medications hold your questions if they're moving the patient around in bed or something like that okay that's cool but anything else please hold your questions and your concerns because that increases the risk of us making a really major mistake you know, and just lastly, remember that we cannot take care of them while also answering your questions. So pick and choose, you know, when you want to have questions asked or answered. And also, I think most, I know that most families don't understand this, but the night doctors are not the primary doctors. They are the ones who are there to care for the patient in the event of an emergency or something comes up. The day team is who you want to, you know, talk about all of those questions about their plan of care and what happened and oh i think they need this med and that meds not to say that your questions aren't important but they take away from what's happening at night they're dealing with emergencies emergencies only we have less staff all of those things and you want to get a truthful answer you want to talk to someone that has really done a deep dive into the care of your loved one so you want to talk to the day team oh and i gotta add this in it would be so helpful especially for the acute care but maybe for all Floors. So I see you for sure, but maybe all floors, if you guys can have one person that calls in and does update, or maybe two, I'll give you two. But when we have Auntie Susie, Uncle John, cousin uh, LaQuisha that ain't seen her in five years, calling every other hour for an update, again, that takes away from the care of the patient and our other patients. So keep that in mind. 
with that being said y'all i think that this is all i'm going to include here i've went way over my time this is a big topic though and there's so much more that can be said if after hearing this you have any thoughts or questions or something you want me to clarify i would love to do so um, i think these conversations need to continue to be had and please send this to someone because like i said if you're not a nurse you will be taken care of by a nurse if you haven't already and someone else as well a friend someone you know same for them this information is important for everybody and it all works together to help all of us provide a better care for the patient who's there y'all be blessed and i'll see you tomorrow